0: something coming battle stations some kind of attack and Starfleet could be the target
1: there's a darkness
2: an all-consuming darkness and it is getting stronger Jean-Luc trust no one Jean-Luc Picard You and I have traveled to the far reaches of space, but something's different now. This is the end, my friend.
3: Open a channel. Open a channel. Open a channel. Open
2: a channel. Open a channel to all eggs.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Discussing Trek. Today, we're going to talk about the Picard season three trailer. Like always, I'm your host, Clarence, and I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts slash Trekkies and special guest, Tasha Pierce of After the Snap. How you doing, Tasha?
1: I am well. Thank you for having me here with you guys today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Before we get into anything, tell us who you are and what do you do?
1: Um, I'm, I'm Tasha Pierce from After the Snap, uh, Movies and TV, it's a YouTube channel, a podcast. And I, I talk pop culture for the culture.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that tagline. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I will say if you're in any geek centric thing, Tasha is always on it. I love joining our live streams to have just the organic chat with her and her followers. So if you're into it, definitely check out her YouTube channel. Trust me, you'll have a lot of fun. Also on the podcast, we have none other than the who's himself Herself, Cal Jones. How you doing, man?
2: You know what? Anytime I can get on and talk with you guys and lady, I am absolutely happy to do so. So glad to be here tonight.
0: And also on the podcast, we have Jonathan Shorts. What's up, man?
2: Not much, man.
3: Glad to be here as well. I am interested in... Any theories you guys are going to come up with about what we're going to discuss? I have none, but my curiosity peaks here.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, they've been mom on any of the details, of the actual main plot of this the season. We just have basic things to kind of go on, but we'll talk about what we know and <laughs> see what we can come up with. <laughs> I want to ask you guys, has anyone seen the new Paramount TV ad with Captain Pike and Mariner in it? Mm-mm. No. I, I did. It's stupid, but it's real, it's kind of funny, actually. The Sylvester Stallone face.
2: Stallone. Oh, of course. Who's crazy enough to climb that? <sighs> hey, how you doing? How you doing? Is that dad? Yeah. He always does this. I got
0: gooseys. Look at my legs. So if you haven't seen it, check it out, because I guess Sylvester Stallone has a TV show on Paramount, and they're trying to climb up his face, and it it gets kind of (laughs) zany. Really? We're going to go ahead and get into our discussion of the Picard Season 3 final trailer discussion and predictions. So the series, of course, is produced by CBS Paramount with Terry Metalis serving as showrunner for season three. He was also showrunner on season two, and I think he was a writer, executive producer on season one. He's written on various Star Trek series, and he created the TV adaptation of 12 Monkeys. Have you guys seen 12 Monkeys?
3: I have, and I liked it, actually. It's one of those things you have to kind of watch and kind of open mind once you get into it, it's just like
1: yeah i can do it i started it and never finished it but really? I, i'll probably go back and it's it was just it's it's it took a lot of uh paying attention that i didn't have the time to pay attention the way i wanted to
3: it's definitely a mind twister bender yeah. type deal <laughs> but i love those i love those though so.
0: And of course, Star Trek Picard this season is featuring Patrick Stewart, reprising his role as Jean-Luc. And also on this season, joining him is LeVar Burton, Michael Dorn, Jonathan Frakes, Gates Mitt Fadden, Marina Sirtis, Brent Spiner, Jerry Ryan and Michelle Hurd, which that's a big cast. I don't know what you guys thoughts on that is, but hopefully they can do them justice. Yeah. So additionally, this season, We will also be having cast members such as Ed Spielers. I have no idea who this dude is, but he's been on a show (laughs) called Outlander. And you, have I seen him on you? I don't think I've seen him on you. I've I've watched you, so that's what I'm kind of thinking here. I've never heard of either one. And also Todd Stashwick, and he was actually on 12 Monkeys. I don't know much about him either, but he's in this season as well. And also Vedic is played by... Amanda Plummer in just kind of the season tagline we have here in the epic, thrilling conclusion of Star Trek Picard, a desperate message from a long lost friend draws Starfleet legend Admiral Jean-Luc Picard into the most daring mission of his life, forcing him to recruit allies spanning generations old and new. This final adventure sets him on a collision course with the legacy of his past, an explosive New revelations that will alter the fate of the Federation forever. Admiral on
1: the bridge. And captain on the bridge.
0: You will probably find this inspection boring for the likes of you two. Boring? Well, we won't be blowing things up. Taking or engaging in fire. Crash landing, expectedly or unexpectedly. Of course, this this season is going to premiere on February 16th on Paramount+. Plus. So yeah, 10 episodes long. I'm excited for it, but I'm going to throw it out to you
2: guys. Anybody jump in here. All right, so let me jump in first because I actually have some beats for the trailer. You ready for it? You have beats? He has beats. I have, I have beats for the trailer, believe <laughs> okay. it or not.
0: Beats from Kyle Jones, sometimes serious, sometimes comedic. Honestly, you
2: never know. Kyle Jones, what do you have for us tonight? So as much as I hate math, and I hate math with a unbridled pa- passion, I hate math, okay? <laughs> but as much as I hate math, TNG plus seven of nine plus Michelle Hurd equals we could watch paint dry and it wouldn't matter. <sighs> <laughs> uh, well, well, <laughs> wow. <laughs> In other words, I think the cast alone is going to make this be a good series. I hope so. I, any thoughts on that?
1: I, I do have thoughts because last season was a great cast and they didn't know what to do with them.
2: Oh, good point.
1: <laughs> and, and, and it was so many of them that they were dropping storylines. So hopefully they had they have a plan with this many great actors in this in this season. Very good point.
3: Okay, so my comment is gonna be kinda of all over the place. So number one, number one, I I like Picard more than I think the rest of our co hosts did. So <laughs> I did enjoy it. Tasha, I'm in agreement with you. It's I think they had so many storylines there, and my biggest frustration, I keep saying this over and over, is we built this big, huge web of storylines and then it looks like they ran out of time and it's just like, OK, we got to cut them off. That being said, I agree with Kyle. It really doesn't matter with these with this cast. Like I'll watch them and I just that it doesn't matter how it happens. It's just the nostalgic of it. Now, all of that being said, I will be highly disappointed if that's just what they lean on on this season is the cast.
0: So for me, it's kind of like I think a lot of the people who love TOS and I hate to make this comparison because the movies are you know they're up and down the the TOS movies but I think for those people it really didn't matter what they were doing <laughs> because they love TOS so much and as long as they were on screen and in space they were buying it and they were loving it now of course it had to be good we wanted it to be good so We might be in the same situation here where it really doesn't matter what they're doing. But I hope they don't rest on that, you know.
3: So let me throw a question out there. And I thought about this earlier today. I was kind of watching through this season two finale. Do you think and okay, so it was a great thing to see Q like that was just awesome. But I think the Q element just overcomplicated it. Do you think it would have been better without the Q storyline? I think just the fact of us knowing Q and all of the possibilities that exist when you have Q involved mm-hmm. led to all kinds of theories and thoughts. And this could happen. Like really the question is what couldn't happen with Q. <laughs> yeah, so now true. you're assuming everything. If we didn't have that Q factor, I think we could have stuck closer to a particular storyline to a particular ending and not been disappointed.
1: The Q storyline for me, it wasn't the, that wasn't the problem for me with with season two. It was trying to incorporate uh, Raffy and Seven and Rios, and it was the side stories is what was the problem for me. I, I kind of like the fact that they used Q and closed out that relationship.
2: Mm. Okay. So I'm going to respond, but I, but I think I'm going to lean a little bit closer to what Tasha said. N- 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 no offense, John, but killing me. Kill me. You know, <laughs> if you look at, but if you look at discovery, you have the primary crew for the most part that we don't know that much about. You know, you've got the characters that we've learned over four or five seasons, tidbits about, but with Picard, you had 10 episodes and a large cast and i i'm 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 sliding toward what you said tasha the fact that you had so much going on and trying to focus so much on rafi and rios and q maybe rafi didn't get a storyline she was just there in the background or rios didn't get much of a storyline because something had to give. And I think in that case, it was coming across where we feel like things were dropped. And I'm not trying to use a Doctor Who reference, but we recently reviewed a classic Doctor Who when they had four or three or four companions at one time. And we made reference to one of the companions literally had nothing to do, and he or she stayed in the TARDIS the entire story. For the most part. And in that case, it made the story work. Maybe the uh, other point is you have a character that stays on the ship the whole time. I don't know. But I'm 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 agreeing with both of you. But leaning more to Tasha,
0: I kind of feel like with this season, we don't have to really establish any of the characters. We know we know where they are, but we don't know where they are at this moment. So a quick introduction. Where you been? I've been on Utopia Planship, making ships, you know, <laughs> for Jordy. We can have a quick blurb about what they've been doing, and I think that'll be enough. And the rest of it, I think, is just going to be them weaving in, a, in and out of whatever Picard and Riker and, and probably, I feel like we're going to be trying to find Beverly. So whatever Picard and Riker are up to in bringing everybody else in along the way to culminating some big event by the end of everything. So I, I I think this season we shouldn't have that problem, but who knows? Because, again, the same showrunner from last season. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What is the single thing you've seen so far that excites you the most about this season and why? You
1: know how much I love Patrick Stewart old man action scenes.
0: <laughs>
1: Running Bristol. I don't know what it is, but yeah, he's going to be walking bristly. real fast. He's going to have a phaser. I can't wait to see John Stewart. I mean, Patrick Stewart with his, uh, with his action.
3: Well, maybe this will come as a shocker to you or not. And you're going to laugh. I'm excited to see the Moriarty character.
0: Mm, really?
3: Really? Yeah. So my question is, are we going to have holodeck? episodes in this or did someone figure out how to well technically he did he was real for a while in TNG so maybe he's going to be a antagonist that we have to face or maybe he's helping
0: I think in the trailer he was on Rios's ship which I don't know how that works because Rios is in the past <laughs> spoiler <laughs> uh, so he was on Rios's ship that would it looked like from the trailer I could be wrong and if he's on that ship he can pretty much do anything because Holograms pretty much run the ship anyway.
3: What excites me is, and I mean, I get it. He was like, he pretty much downloaded all of the Enterprises computers database, mm-hmm. but that essentially makes him a data. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that much knowledge. So if that person friend or foe will be formidable either way.
0: Yeah. That worries me though, because I don't really see him being a big bad for the season so we know we have Moriarty, we have our vedic, we have lore also, so are mm-hmm. we stretching ourselves too thin by bringing in all these people who who's the big, big bad of the season? I guess that's a question I'm thinking is vedic, but I just hope they don't take away from the storyline too much to reintroduce oh. us to mm. these characters you know S-
2: so, so a Facebook user has made a comment that says it's a very good point maybe they are using Moriarty to battle lore. Uh, mm. Mm. I like interesting. It. I like it.
1: Kind <laughs> of plays into my theory: the, the the fact of not that they're using them to battle one another, but that my my theory, and I know you weren't there yet. Uh, you know how I like to rush ahead. <laughs> but Moriarty and Lore are both artificial life forms or synthetic life forms. Mm. So what if this Vedic character is comprised of some type of and I hope this is the case, because then it ties mm. things together from all three seasons in a nice little package. If she is organizing a synthetic,
2: uh, like, army against mm. Picard. Great way to bring back the EMH, too. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it could, it could bring back the EMH. I'll, you know, what if from season one that bad that they were trying to make contact with somehow ties into this that goes into wrapping it up in a nice bow please that's what
0: i'm hoping for yeah i mean it would make sense if vedic is somehow an ai driven whatever or whatever she is synthetic um yeah that makes sense
1: or she could still be a Rayman a, a Rayman clone yeah and she's that she's not technically a. uh uh Regular life form. All of this could be against him for this artificial life form stuff.
0: So that was that hmm. was what we brought up in your in your chat, Tasha. We mm-hmm. we came up with the idea that maybe Vedic is a another field clone of Picard, but a female clone. Just something to throw out there. Could See, be yeah, anything
1: can happen right now. I mean,
3: at this point, Picard is a clone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's
0: <laughs> technically he, he's an
1: artificial life form
0: too. Yeah.
1: Hey, hey, hey. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I kind of forgot about. Th- don't we want to just forget about that and just? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but you can't. It's important.
2: <laughs> How can it not be important that we do not have the original Picard? Like, but at all jokes aside, what if that plays in to the entire tapestry? I think we will be more forgiving at the end of this for series two if that bow is all nicely wrapped and. It's some of that stuff is explained when you can see the entire package from start to finish.
3: Well then we have to throw in one more bunky wrench in the whole thing to add another layer. What are we gonna do with the travelers? Obviously that's gonna have to be brought up. I don't otherwise- think we'll touch that. We're, we're, no, no, we don't think? test that. I no, don't think so either. Not at all, man. We're, we're I not think so.
0: It, just because I think it was something that a thread that we pulled that we might be able to use some point in the future when we want to bring Will Wheaton we'll yeah. in and mm-hmm. bring back Soshi. I forget the actor's name, excuse me. We're leaving that door open sometime in the future. Who knows? You may see him pop up at the end of the season to help the final battle or something. I don't know.
3: I, I, that's I feel like that's going to be an important thread in this season.
2: You know, I have to point to Jonathan and agree with him just a little because I think. There's a fan population out there that's probably wanting to see mother and son reunited.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That is. That's see? very true. So the thing I don't get from this trailer, I'm assuming it was Vedic that says this, but somebody says, with each ticking moment, I will take another piece of you. So whoever it is has a real vendetta against Picard. And of course, we know he's made many foes along the way, but I just... I don't know who would hate him specifically that much because it sounds personal from the trailer
1: there were a, a, a lot of people asking, would it be denise crosby uh the what was her the name R- Talk Sela. Talk Sela. Talk what was
2: her name yeah the daughter of yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. okay okay so
1: but I mean now Cherry Metalis has gone out of his way to say, oh no. She's not part of the cast, mm. but I expect him to do that if that is part of his, you know, uh, if, if that was just part of his end game.
2: Mm-hmm. Let me add this real quick on the comment of she's not part of the cast. Somebody, you know, they're very careful, like you said, in their wording. And the cast may be the principal cast, but not a guest star on an episode. So she could very likely be a guest star on an episode and not be considered part of the Quote unquote cast.
3: <laughs> I was just going to point out, you asked the question like, who has Picard pissed off that much? And really, it's like one of the things I, I said a while back Picard is one of the only captains that's ever just like he's made it a point never to ruffle feathers. He went out of his way to do things to make everybody happy. And it's usually left them in peril. And like we seen in the trailer, LaFord said, when if it's never been, when has it never been life or death? And it's because Picard always tried to play that, um, line, that line. narrow line. Yeah. yeah. And so to think who would be that upset with him and I'm not coming up with anybody.
1: I mean, we, we we can, and I, and I've, I found myself thinking this way, I guess on this track, because you and I had that, uh, that conversation clearance where the Raymond would have a beef, a big beef with Picard. And if this turns out to be a Raymond commander officer, whatever, then she would have a huge problem with him, yeah. Because when Romulus blew up and everything, who looked out for them?
0: Mm-hmm. She mm. could have
1: lost everything huh. and had to build a synthetic
0: army. Also, this throwing me off in this trailer is the bird people, <laughs> the crows. I know the the but the bird people that are following Vedic. I've never seen that type of imagery in TNG or Star Trek period that I can recall. So that's something that's either new or they're pulling it from somewhere so deep that, you know, the common person doesn't know about it. I I just have no clue where that's coming from.
3: I've watched a lot of Trek and I've never seen anything close to it.
2: And I was watching another channel and they were referring to the same thing. You guys said, said that they had never seen anything like that in Star Trek. And here I go again, the only thing they had seen it, something similar to was the Sidorax on Doctor Who. So. <laughs> they, oh, look they look like, look like plague, plague masks. Masks. That's that's yeah. That's true. Mm. I
1: was sure hoping that that Jonathan had remembered something that I did because you know, it's a whole block of Star Trek that is gone <laughs> out of my memory. And and sometimes uh sometimes Jonathan will remember something and I'll be like, oh like, you know, at home listening. And today we're we're both like grasping at a straw for this. I've never seen
0: that before. So additionally, in this season, we have uh, Ed Spielers. Again, I don't really know this guy, but he will be appearing as a person who aids Beverly Crusher's medical efforts. So that's interesting because it seemed like he was getting into the thick of things in the trailer. I saw him shooting a few times. So I'm again, like, what is Beverly doing? That is so... Is she doing some genetic engineering or something? What is going on? Like what?
3: So when you come to the point of like, who did Picard piss off and we can't really come up with it, but Crusher has always gotten herself (laughs) into issues (laughs) and it's really, and not, I mean, not in any like negative way. She's always had great thoughts and like a great plan and wanted to help, but it always put her in the worst situations. So in the trailer, when I seen the, and I don't remember exact wording, but basically she's. You can tell she's in distress and she's asking for help. I'm like, you've gone down to some planet to spot, to <laughs> cure some disease, to try to stop some war that wasn't possible and got in trouble. So I I don't know, maybe it's, you know, maybe she was helping some Romulan somewhere and something went sideways. I don't know. It just feels
0: bigger. Uh, we Again, we've heard Terry Mentala talking about this. He said, I've, I've Read some of his tweets, and it seems like this is something that's really. We saw the Starfleet building blowing up, so this is something that is really core to to Starfleet, and even in the um, the trailer, uh, Crusher is saying, "Trust no one." Mm-hmm. So whatever going on, it seems like it's pretty big and pretty ingrained in in the future of Starfleet.
1: You guys remember that one episode? And I know this is like me. I am really reaching. Remember that one episode? What's it called? Conspiracy.
0: Yep, yep. You're not reaching this. Yeah, you're not reaching at all.
1: Yeah, could that potentially be? she says, "Trust no one." And in that episode, conspiracy—that was, was the one with the aliens the, the that bug. were parasites, yeah. right? So, I mean, you couldn't trust anyone in in that. It could we get begin to call back to that? Hmm. Who knows? I mean, anything is possible. But yeah, just hmm. yeah, just thinking about that. Don't trust anyone.
3: Yeah. That was a rough episode. I remember (laughs) watching that and I was like, man, this, I don't see a solve to this. Cause like you literally didn't trust anyone. Like I didn't trust anyone, not one person.
1: The the beacon had gotten sent, and we never heard back from that situation. So could, could that beacon now be coming back?
0: That sounds plausible. So what scares you guys the most about what you've seen so far? And as far as I guess, as far as sticking the landing, uh, we kind of rest on this, but just any anybody wanna jump in anything about what you've seen so far that scares you that might not to, to say things might turn not turn out the way you think they should. Or I don't know. We've been disappointed so many times.
3: <laughs> well, I think it's going to kind of go back to what we mentioned earlier. I, we have a, it looks like a lot of pathways to go here. And if we try to go down too many and try to make it too complicated, we're going to end up, like last season and just kind of left with a blump. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Like they just dropped it on you and like, there you go. That's it. Yeah. So hopefully we don't end that. Like I want one solid trajectory and all storylines kind of weave in and out of yeah. it going toward the same direction. That will be great. Mm. But based on last season, I don't know. And again, if if last season's finale had been two hours, I think it would have been great. They would have had enough time to flush yeah. out all of the threats that we had. But just that forty-eight minute finale yeah. did not do it.
1: I'm optimistic. I think that we. I think they have. Uh, I think they have a real potential of of closing that one out and leaving just enough of a crack of the of the door open for them to uh spin off if they want to because we're introducing an entire crew. They're they're making an emphasis on this crew. And I'm wondering if, is this crew going to continue to move forward as well? Oof. Well let's talk about that.
0: Let's talk about the new yeah, crew.
2: I I think I, I think Tasha hit it. I think that's exactly what they're going to do in some form. This may be the last season of Picard. But I think it may springboard into a re-envisioning, whether that's with Rafi, whether that is with Seven, whether that's with both, whether it's with you know this crew that we're referring to. I think the property will be filled in some way by the hole that's being vacated by the Picard series. Now, the only thing that scares me is the opportunity or the ability or the potential not the ability but the potential of a missed opportunity because when do you have a series that premiered in 1980 what six or seven that still has your principal cast alive and well for the most yeah. part in you know 2023 when do you have that opportunity to reunite that cast and go on another adventure yeah. that doesn't happen once probably in a lifetime and they still look great. And they still look great. And they look better than their aged counterparts in the finale. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I just don't want it to be six months down the road, three months or whenever that we're sitting here going, oh, if they would have only done this in Picard, <laughs> yeah. I want them to say, or I want us to say, wow, that was so freaking awesome. Yeah, knock it out the park. Yes.
0: But getting getting into this cast just a little bit more. Mika Burton coming in to play LaForge, the daughter. Also, um, another actor, Ashley Chestnut, coming in to play LaForge's daughter. That's, I think she's on the bridge of uh, the Titan. We hadn't even talked about mm-hmm. the Titan yet. But she's on the bridge of the Titan with uh, the new captain. And it seems like they're doing so much. And I've seen the the love. If you follow Terry Metallis on Twitter which you should if you're still on Twitter. <laughs> he, he seems to be putting so much love into the production, the the nuances of the ship. He, it, it's beautiful, the production work they've done on this season. And of course, we're ramping up to have this beautiful send off. but I don't want to see all that just go away. And if it's not Picard, hopefully they can leave us with something that can push this crew or some other crew forward in that same kind of... 90s slash early aughts to now Picard. Kind of vain, you know, going forward. And we still have the Lower deck stuff too. We could bring some of them in. We have the Prodigy people. We could bring them in live action.
1: It just seems to me that they put in too much emphasis on what what this crew of the Titan can do. And like Captain Liam Shaw, that's Todd Stashwick's character. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we know that. But then their, their scientific operations officer is Lieutenant Tavine a Vulcan who serves as the Titans official science offer officer. Uh, several captains have fought to have her on their bridge. Oh, Why do we need to know that? If this is just empiles. somebody We're going to see in passing. Then we have the ship's weaponry is controlled by Lieutenant Matthew Arliss Mura, the tactical officer who has served on the new Titan for less than three years. And is exactly who you want at that station. When you hear, give them everything we got. There's a lot mm. of building up oh, of this yeah. character, and uh, Lieutenant Mora is Bajoran, but he has a human-sounding name. Instant Kova ren Esmar speaks. Uh, she's the Titans communications officer. Per Metalis Esmar speaks over 72 languages, and they graduated at the top of their class. Why do we need to know that? Okay,
2: so let me <laughs> let me throw this at you. So considering the fact that this is a trailer, what if <laughs> they're trying to keep everything so much under wraps that all these characters that we're seeing in the trailer that we are assuming are front and center and focused, and we've gotten this information about them, are literally destroyed in the first five or ten minutes of the season. I will knock everything off my desk. <laughs> Did you say, where well, I'm going with that, because that is yes. the perfect red herring, uh-huh. is to get you all invested oh, in these, you know, speculation like we're doing about characters that literally might be be gone within the first episode.
0: Again, I think it goes back to what we said before. Is almost like they're setting this crew of the Titan up to be around for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, if not on Star Trek Picard, maybe Star Trek Seven or whatever uh, going forward. So, question. And don't 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 shoot
3: the question person. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not on one side of the, or of this or another. I'm just curious. Would you prefer? that paramount continues with star trek content different content different series or should we just kind of all sense and let's just come out and say it strange new worlds is the one we're favoring right Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure everybody's on board with that why can we why don't we just focus all our effort there for a long series
0: Mm, no, because Star no, Trek's no. Don't, no? no, no, okay. So just well, a question. Well, well I mean, it, it, what you said is great though, because I saw somebody else post today, and it may have been on Twitter as well, and it made me really think for the first time. it said, "What's your favorite Star Trek timeline or place in time?" Because now we're we're split, man. <laughs> Three ways. <laughs> you can go to thirty one eighty something. You can go to the twenty two fifties, or you can come like in the Picard era you know, and the re and
3: what, like you said, if I think back on the trick, I watch, like as I'm rewatching episodes, I'm also in my head, remembering a time in my life. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm kind of, it's kind of like a reflection of your life. Like, I feel like, and don't get me wrong. I'm all for all the trick. I'm not telling Paramount to stop. I was just curious if anyone out there has this train of thought, like I would like to see, let's, get strange new worlds and let's just run that. And if your goal is to bring more people and I guess, I don't know, I guess we, not everybody's the same now, but I just feel like if we had one consolidated series on a couple of seasons run and then do kind of how we started with discovery, you know, right when discovery is going to end, well, they still hadn't ended, but like a season before the final season, we start another season or something and we go there. But all of these concurrent running, and then there's
0: so many different thoughts. John, you, you how dare you? How dare you
2: say we have having too much Star Trek content? All right. So, so Jonathan, <laughs> let me push something back to you. Okay. Would you be okay with calling, you know, a new, let's just call it new Star Trek show, for the lack of better wording. If they took the feeling you get from Strange New Worlds and give that to Star Trek new show. Would you be happy with that? Or is it specifically the characters in Strange New Worlds? And there's a reason I'm asking you that question. But would you be happy with the feeling, but it being another show?
3: Okay. So let, let me just make this. Again, my my question was just out of curiosity. I'm happy with all the trick. No, no, and I continue. know that. But but,
2: but back but to Strange New Worlds.
3: Strange New Worlds, it is just the feeling I get, the way the show was written, the storyline, the progression of it. It's classic trick of what I'm used to seeing. That's the trick I grew up with. That's the trick I've watched thousands of thousands of times. That's what I want to see. So, you know, past Strange New Worlds, you want to get the Titan crew on a spinoff. Sure.
2: But let's keep it in the same vein as Strange that, New Worlds. That, that's, what, that's where I was trying to get to, because I thought that was the point you were wanting to make. It wasn't necessarily Strange New Worlds that you're wanting to continue, because I think the reason the three of us said no was because we knew these characters have a certain shelf life before oh, of course. the original series is supposed to pick up. But I thought where you were trying to go was the feeling, and I just wanted to clarify yeah. that. Thank you, sir. I appreciate Welcome. that. I should have pointed
3: that out when I was saying it. But yeah, you're so, right. It's just, just that uh, format I love.
0: So we kind of got through our predictions, our hopes, what scares us. Uh, any more comments on loose ends that we want to see kind of tied up this season? Borg Jurati's sense of the future. Will we see these threads closed? I think Tasha gave us a pretty good case earlier that they maybe have done cleverly. Any additional thoughts? I, I just want to see them. Let's time off. And and what's that? What was that one Romulan,
1: the the male spy? I'd like to see him again and find out what happened to him too. Oh yeah, from the first season. It's just so much from that first season that they left hanging That I really hope that this was what the third season does is is tie it all up.
3: We have a lot of work for this third season. (laughs) (laughs) We have like a thousand characters to build, a spin-off to build, and close off the season two in 10 episodes.
0: This is my hope. This is my hope. I hope we wrap up 90% of it, and then they give us one last TNG movie for mm. that
2: crew. Yeah, even if I it's like just a Paramount
0: that. Plus movie, I'll be happy with it. You I know? like that.
2: I don't know if we'll see a big screen, but I'm like you. If we see a made-for-Paramount television movie or whatever, or streaming movie, I'd be fine with that. I'm just happy for the nostalgia reasons of seeing the TNG cast together again, whether it's, you know, in this or what, that's, that's where I'm happy. And
0: with that guys, we're going to kind of wrap this thing up. If you have any thoughts on this trailer or this episode or anything else we talk about, you can hit us up at discussing Trek on any and all social medias or send us email fans at discussing com. Again, Thanks to Tasha Pierce for joining us of After the Snap. Any other closing thoughts you want to give us before we wrap things up?
1: Nope, I'm looking forward to 10 episodes of Stellar, stellar stra- Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> the Stellar Cartography.
3: She's a tricky.
2: She's a tricky. <laughs>
3: If someone can say Stella's car (laughs) talker, I can't do it. (laughs) Okay, so,
2: so let me say this. If we really want to get a headache and get confused, I just realized that Clarence's shirt says Star Trek in the Star Wars font
3: oh that is awesome
1: you know I thought that was a Star Wars shirt <laughs> I did too until <laughs> he I moved was back get you about blaspheming
2: over here. I was about to make a comment saying "Oh well at least some That's of us nice. can uh, you know aren't wearing Star Wars shirts and then yeah
0: well I That's, would never cool.
2: <laughs> our feelers cool. leader has betrayed us
0: come
2: <laughs> to the dark side long time ago in a federation far far away <laughs>
0: Thanks to everyone for joining. Uh, it's been fun. Until next time, live long, and prosper. Thanks for listening to the Discussing Trek podcast. For more information, go to DiscussingTrek.com slash subscribe.